0: So, yesterday, we got our first delivery from Factor 75, a meal delivery service, and we used them in the past, and at one point, I don't know, maybe two years ago, I was like, I probably used, like, eight different services, tried them for, like, a week or two at a time, and finally landed on this one and really liked it, so... I'm excited to have a break from cooking, and not only cooking, but planning meals. Does anyone else feel like that's the hardest part of being an adult? (laughs) Like, figuring out what the fuck to make for dinner? But what I wanted to talk about today is this realization that I'm having that guilt, this feeling of, like, guilt is behind so many of my so-called problems. So, like... Yes, I. it's perfectly fine to have a meal delivery service and I, I intend to do it for a short period because I, I don't like some things about it. Like I love having leftovers. Like that's huge for me to have leftovers that I can quickly pop in the microwave and eat for lunch. And I also really like picking where my food is coming from. I like to use local meat, which I'm lucky here in the outskirts of Pittsburgh. It's not very expensive. It's like the same price as grocery stores to get like local pasture raised meat that's so so much healthier um so yeah and i like to, i like to just pick my food in in terms of health but obviously that's more time consuming and and then the mental work of like planning and wondering what to cook and then oh i don't have this ingredient and all of that but it's like the reason I got so stressed out about it was because I went from doing like really, really, really simple meals um, and doing lots of crock pots. And like I had lots of frozen crock pot meals that I made for myself while I was pregnant. And then when those dwindled down, it's also like, okay, I'm feeling like a lot of things in the crock pot just aren't working out as well. And I don't know. Maybe I got tired of my crock pot meals. But um, yeah, so I went from that to like cooking like, full meals, like, you know, nothing fancy, but full meals that take, you know, 45 minutes to make, and I'm making them at the end of the day, which, like, around dinner time is when I'm the most tired of the day, and I'm, like, not feeling like doing anything, and then, um, and then, obviously, with having a child, like, she has to be taken care of while I'm cooking, and it's a whole thing, and I'm realizing, I, I like, realized the one week, I'm like, why did I, my only meals that I mapped out for this week and got groceries for are like complicated meals that I don't need to be making multiple times a week. You know, it takes the fun away because I do enjoy cooking, but I tend to get in this like perfectionism mindset about it. Like, oh, I can make this wonderful meal that's like so healthy and has all these things and fresh vegetables and blah, 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 involves all this chopping and all this stuff. And it's just like this feeling of, I guess it's perfectionism. It's perfectionism and it's guilt and it's needing to go above and beyond. Like, I don't need to do all of that. It doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need to be fancy. It doesn't need to be super healthy every night. I mean, that's ideal, but that's not life. That's not real life, you know? Um, Especially now that I'm back to working and having calls and needing childcare in some form and being freaking busy. Like a lot of my work is now in the evenings and weekends because that's when I have my husband to help out with Clara. So why am I putting all this pressure on myself? And I'm just realizing it's like, it's just like always comes back around, you know, like I think I've, because I do for a season, I'll be like totally like in flow and not worried about that stuff and just letting myself be and then it'll come back around this whole perfectionism thing and with my new photography business it's coming it's come back full circle like um it's exactly what I needed because I need to work on this but man photography is something where it's really hard to not it's it's hard to look at a picture I've taken and not only see like the flaws, you know? Like, oh, I could have been at a slightly different angle and if I just would have moved this object out of the background and put this there and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no picture's gonna be perfect. There's always gonna be something I could have done a little bit better, which is also what I love about photography. It's really cool to just be constantly learning and improving, but it's also really bringing up my perfectionism and it's just crazy, you guys. And then another area where I'm noticing this is with parenting. And of course, mom guilt is such a thing. And I noticed that like this morning, I was in my journal, jotting down book title ideas because my book is coming out in July and I've been praying for the title to reveal itself to me. And so I've been brainstorming names. Um, and I was doing that while my daughter was just cuddling with me on my lap, just cuddling with me. Her first, you know, she had just woken up and we both had just woken up and like, what's wrong with that? Nothing. Like, she's fine. But in my mind, I should be giving, giving her 100% of my attention every single moment that she's awake, unless she's doing independent play, because that's good for her, right? So it's like this crazy perfectionism, this mom guilt, um it's really, it's really showing itself to me in so many areas right now. And, and uh, it's really what I'm praying for guidance on. It's what I'm working on. And I'm just curious, like in your life, when you think about your problems, or maybe that's not the way to phrase it, like when you think about the things that are stressing you out, when you think about the things that are in your mind worrying you, what's the root there? Is any of that rooted in perfectionism and in guilt and in being too hard on yourself and in having expectations that are unrealistic, which is what a perfectionist does. We have unrealistic expectations that are sky high and unattainable, but we don't realize that. We, we don't realize how high our expectations are. We don't realize we're setting the bar so much higher than other people do um, or that we've done in times when we're not in our perfectionism, it's wild. It's wild. it's wild as wild, as wild. Um, so I've got to come back to the here and now. I've got to let go of the constant stream of thinking about these different things, right? And I do notice my mind is a lot more quiet now that I'm not on my phone all the time. It's a lot more quiet, a lot. So something that I've also been learning about is, you know, for a while with teaching breathwork, I've said this on so many podcast interviews and and so many podcast episodes, one powerful thing about breathwork is it shuts off the default mode network part of the brain. And that default mode network is the chatterbox, the monkey mind, the always going, chattering, talking that we hear when we're um, in meditation. It makes us just feel kind of it makes us feel like so out of focus. Like our mind is just bouncing in a million directions and we can't focus. And breath work helps us shut that off, which makes it a wonderful tool to get into a meditative state. But what I've also learned recently about the default mode network is that all of that chatter is really about other people. It's about ourselves and it's about other people and it's about our perception of ourselves, like our image. The way that other people are, perhaps seeing us. Of course, it's just made up, so it could be completely false. But um, that's what we're that's what we're thinking about. And ever since I read that, I'm like, yeah, that's so true for me. Like when I'm just caught up in thought, it most of the time is thinking about other people or what are we're wondering what other people are thinking about me, my image, my so-called identity, all of that bullshit. And I'm so curious, like, is that what everyone else's is like? So for you, is that what it's like? I need to know. I need to know. I mean, apparently that's what the scientists are saying who are studying this part of our brain. How wild is that? And it's because we're these social creatures. We're social humans. We, we're social animals. We're just constantly, like, wondering what other people are thinking, and making that into problems, making that into shoulds. I should be doing it this way. I should be doing it that way. What if people think I'm not doing X, Y, Z enough? It's like, where do these ideas come from? They come from other people. They come from our, our, our worries about our identity, what people are going to think. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's just mind chatter. It's not real. Some of it's real. Some of it's absolutely not. What's really real is the whispers that we hear that come from our heart, that come from God, that come from our soul, that come from our intuition. When we're quiet, when our mind is quiet. And it feels like truth. That's what's real. Not the constant chattering in our mind, all the shoulds, all the guilt, all the perfectionism. So we've got to get still more often. We've got to get quiet more often. We've got to take little pauses throughout the day to just breathe and focus on our breath. I'm finding it a lot more challenging to get still ever since becoming a mom. Yeah, shocker, right? <laughs> but that's how it feels. It feels a lot more challenging to be in a still, in flow state of mind. And I think maybe it has to do with the winter season a little bit too. It's been too cold to go for walks and be- spend time in nature with my daughter. I could go by myself if she was someone who could be left more often with other people. Um, I left her for the first time with my parents this weekend. And it didn't go very well um she cried a lot she refused a bottle the entire like five hours that i was gone and she can drink from bottles she just is protesting because she wants me so anyways i've not spent much time outside in nature and i think that really um nature's what grounds me the most nature's what makes me feel my best and being really still in nature is what makes me feel my best Taking a walk with no distractions and just looking and smelling and seeing and focusing on the senses and the experience and feeling it all and letting go of thought really intentionally a mindful walk. So what makes you feel the most stillness, the most peace, the most quiet in mind? And how can you fit that into your life just a little bit more? Just to bring you a little bit closer to that divine energy. To hear the truth. You know, and not just all the babble. Okay. That's all for today. I love you guys. I'll see you next week.